0: This is 100 Proof Hangovers. We're drinking whiskey and talking history. So grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy a few laughs hey, hey, as we talk about all the horrible things people do to each other. Here are your hosts, Chris and Greg. Alright, welcome in to another 100 Proof History Hangover mini episode exclusive to you guys until we decide it's not exclusive to you guys but that's our prerogative we make that decision i'm Brittany, bitch that's right today gregory we're talking about the wyoming state penitentiary all-stars which is a ragtag group of misfits playing baseball as if their lives depended on it because it did depend on it
1: Pretty early for a dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah.
0: first sentence of the show. Immediate plot twist. Uh, no, doing a little baseball story. You know, it's it's getting that time of year. It's uh, mid March for you listeners. We're doing this a little bit earlier, but it's mid March. You know, spring is sprung.
1: No, it hasn't.
0: Well, spring, spring is, is almost. still like a week ag- a week away. Either way, uh, Texas has completely defeated COVID. We uh, we did it. We're <laughs> Mask-free, 100% open. I'm going to take Wolf Dick out dancing this weekend. Take him to the the honky-tonk. Just see... uh, I know he has multiple health problems, but, you know, everything's over. He still wears
1: a mask. It's
0: a a CPAP
1: mask, (laughs) but he still wears (laughs)
0: it. He has to for survival. How good's the filter in that thing? good. It's pretty good. Pretty strong. Strong strong to medium strong?
1: No, it literally sucks in... Air it entrains air from the outside as <laughs> oh, the oxygen shit.
0: is delivered. So <laughs> not so much. It's just a, a tube hooked up to a uh, one of those air conditioners you mount in a window and just <laughs> blowing air. into Remove the filter first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we live in the worst state in the union right now, but that's okay. That's all right because we're talking about Wyoming this week. So we'll just uh, Wyoming's gotta be worse. I don't know. Did we'll they see. ever
1: have a mask mandate? Ever.
0: Well, there's like six people that live there, so they just said, hey, you guys just don't hang out this weekend. i like, okay, cool. <laughs> just cool. just you know, keep your regular distance that uh-huh. you always do. <sighs> I
1: don't
0: know. It's <sighs> <don't, there's> frontier <laughs> country, goddammit. No.
1: <laughs> You're infringing on my constitutional rights. Plus, there's all those white supremacist fucking communes
0: and shit up there. Mm-hmm. They live in close quarters. But Jackson Hole is beautiful. And so is Wyoming. you see this <laughs> hole. Hey, <laughs> uh, what's wrong with us? Anyway, at the turn of the 20th century, Wyoming was still something of a lawless Wild West wasteland. And I guess, like we just said, at the turn of the 21st century. I was going to say, that's a typo.
1: It shouldn't be 21st century.
0: <laughs> well, back then, jails weren't big enough to hold all the criminals, and so men were often just hanged in the town square. And you have to remember, it was as late as 1881, when another Patreon-exclusive hangover story was told in Wyoming, that was Big Nose George,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who was hanged, skinned, and turned into shoes. And his skull was an ashtray. Yep. <sighs> you know, gotta use it for something. Maybe like an ice cream bowl, at <laughs> least. <laughs> yeah. Well, things changed in 1901 when a wealthy man named Otto Graham, great quarterback, by the way, opened the Wyoming State Penitentiary. It was a state-of-the-art facility where every man was given the opportunity to further his education, learn a trade, and leave fully rehabilitated. Of course, I'm making that up, uh, because, listener, lying to you is the only control I have left in my life. Yeah, I'm gonna exert it. I'm gonna take my my frustrations out on you. Oh, I asked for Casey' masterpiece barbecue chips, and you bought regular Lay's barbecue. Oh, You better believe you're gonna black eye tonight, listener. You're gonna walk into some doorknobs and fall down some stairs. At least that's what you're gonna tell your friends. No, you're not allowed to see
1: the in-laws for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Gonna let that heal. Mm. Don't want to have to whoop your dad's ass again. <laughs> Oh, I don't care if he's in bedridden from Emphysema. <laughs> I'll whoop his fucking ass if he says anything
0: again. We ain't going round him. Oh, this is obviously a fantasy where I have any physical strength and can do anything. <laughs> I'll whoop his ass with my big ass belt buckle. Yeah. That's what real man does. <laughs> in, in real life, I'm like, hey... Dear, I ask where the the KC masterpiece. Well, I got you lace barbecue. That's the same thing. Thank you, ma'am. Just, okay. <laughs> Actually, the penitentiary was a dark, dank stone building with no electricity or running water. Graham was so cheap that he counted the beans that each man got to eat. And that was the birth of the phrase "bean counter." I doubt it. No, it had nothing to do with that, but that's still yeah, it's pretty cheap. You know, this guy gets six beans today. He opened a broom factory in the prison and forced the prisoners to work for free. By nineteen ten, he had earned two hundred and fifty thousand dollars off of the slave labor, which is equal to one point nine trillion dollars in twenty twenty one money. Well, that's COVID relief package right there. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not actually worth that much. I think it's like six million, but I just want to put that in. And I want to talk about this. It, it frustrated me so much. We we talked about it a little bit off air how that one senator from Wisconsin to argue against the 1.9 trillion dollar relief package discussed how tall a stack of 1.9 trillion one dollar bills would be. Like that would discourage <laughs> anyone. <laughs> You know, that shit's 66,000 miles tall. I don't know if you guys have thought about this. Like, I don't even know how we're going to distribute it. You know, it goes outside the atmosphere. You fucking idiots. It's just going to be floating in space. (laughs) All that money just gone into space.
1: (laughs) Ain't no gravity out there, you dumbasses.
0: (laughs) You want to add to the deficit to give aliens money, and then they use that to buy weapons from China and shoot us? (laughs) We're already trying to build a wall because of some fucking illegal aliens. You
1: want them coming from on top of us, too. Once they realize there's an endless money stream going out of our atmosphere. And you know what? Those aliens, they're not sending their best. Oh, no. You're going to get the crackhead aliens and all the drug dealer aliens. Aliens are going to rape you. They're going to rape your entire family. Because all them $1 bills floating around <laughs> in
0: the very limited space that we have in this universe. They think our entire planet is nothing but sex workers, just singles in the air, and you just come down there and shove them in our panties. Well, it's about to be if you let them invade. <laughs> You'll all be serving up the aliens. <laughs> then 37% of this country goes, you know what? That makes a lot of sense to me right now. <laughs> This man's speaking the truth. Everybody (laughs) else is trying to hide from it. This man's speaking the truth. (laughs) He ain't a lizard person. You know, if that stack of money was only 50,000 miles tall, I might be behind it, but, oh, no, that's that's way too much space money. I'm just saying. That is too much. (laughs) Hold on. Donald Trump is a time traveler. Nikola Tesla's time machine was gotten by Trump's uncle, John G. Trump. Go back to the year 1898... There's a book written called Baron Von Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey, where a boy is led through time portals by a man named Don to fight underground reptiles. I think if anyone was going to travel through time, it's going to be Don Trump. He did come out all orange. They say, hey, you got to smear yourself and that does uh, iodine whenever you go through the time machine. But, uh, basically, dude, whenever they turned on that CERN reactor and plugged in the God particle, it started messing with reality. Like, let me ask you this, man. Did Curious George have a tail? No. They never taught us this in history class. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. I did Google it. Baron Trump novels are real. They are a thing. He didn't make that part of. <laughs> yeah. It- there's definitely reptile people. <laughs> yeah, because the CERN reactor got turned on and altered reality. Did They didn't teach that in history when the CERN reactor got turned on in 2011. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't teach that in
1: my history class in 1968.
0: <laughs> the fuck you call that? You need to come up with some kind of ratio. Like the number of times you say man while explaining something just explains how batshit insane your theories are. Like, listen, hey, man. <laughs> well, in nineteen eleven, the state of Wyoming said, whoa, 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 hold up, guys. You can't profit off of a prison. That's immoral. <laughs> you know? Oh, and since we're in the year twenty twenty one, we can laugh at that hysterically. <laughs> yes, <Okay>. yes. <laughs> Forty dollar phone calls, yes, please. You oh. can't profit <laughs> off of this. It's a conflict <laughs> of
1: interest. Yeah. Oh, there's no conflict in my interest. <laughs> I want people locked up for money. I don't see the conflict.
0: <laughs> like when I go to register my car, you know, once every so many years they give you a new license plate. I don't know how it works, but they just decide you need a new license plate. Like they hand it to me and I'm like, hold up. What kind of criminal made this license plate? Was it a rapist? I'm like I, We don't know. sir. We, how could we know that? Well, I want to know they suffered. I want to know they were working for nothing. And uh, I'm, you know, gaining off of this. So, I need rape or above. And I need you to check that out. <laughs> get your manager over here right now. You got to get the vanity plate for that.
1: <laughs> you want to remind the criminal yeah. of what they did while they're making it. You know, to really twist the knife. Yeah. So, I get so the you vanity- get the license plate. Raper. <laughs> Raper. <laughs> That way you know that man suffered yeah, having to make that.
0: Yeah, he made it, and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I feel bad about this one getting out there. <laughs> so once they realized that they couldn't use slave labor, Graham was replaced by the local sheriff, Felix Alston. Now, Sheriff Alston immediately started improving things by allowing them in to exercise in the yard. They love baseball, and he didn't see any problem with giving convicts wooden bats. And he noticed that some of them were really damn good at baseball. Just so good. This was a time before they had real sports and they just had baseball in the country. like, oh.
1: <laughs> hmm. I see another interest that uh, has no conflict.
0: <laughs> I love all these interests that are
1: springing about.
0: Austin was besties with the governor and asked him if the prison inmates could form a team. The governor was a big time gambler and loved the idea of a team full of dudes he could control and get inside scoops on, and so he gave Alston the green light to form the Wyoming State Penitentiary All Stars. Now, before you get all heartwarmed, these weren't run of the mill prisoners. These were the bad guys from the movie Con Air type prisoners, you know, minus the heartwarming Nicolas Cage who was only in prison for defending himself, which I never really understood that part of the movie. He goes to prison for life. For killing a dude, but that guy was like trying to murder him or something, or trying to rape his wife. I can't remember, but he, he like did that thing where he hit him in the nose, and it smashes their bone into their brain. That doesn't actually happen in real life, but in movies, it's a thing. And when you're eight years old, you're like, "That's how you kill a man." Yeah, dude, his uh, his hands were registered weapons. Yeah, because he was like a
1: ranger or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: he, he was like, yeah, because well, he killed the dude in his army uniform or something, like smashed his nose up into his brain. Outside in the rain. Oh, that's right. You know, they're dancing to that one song. You remember more about this movie than I do. I just remember the end where Steve Buscemi's in that backyard with that little kid, because he was like the uh, the predator. And I'm like... Oh, yeah. Oh, he uh, had that cool song when they
1: showed him. Yeah. All chained up like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah. You're like, oh, God. Get out of there, kid. Get out of there. Don't turn it into Greg. Don't do it. Don't become another Greg. <laughs> he let the kid go, though. Yeah. yeah, he did. He was the real hero of the story. <laughs> yeah. Man,
1: turned a new leaf. They shouldn't even put him back in prison. <laughs>
0: Rehabilitated right there. Now, why couldn't you just put the bunny back in the box? <laughs> is that the, is that, that the big guy who's dead now?
1: No, that was Nicolas Cage's shit-ass country oh, accent. I don't know. anything in that movie. You just made best friends with Cyrus the Damn Virus.
0: See, I don't remember any of this movie, except for Nicolas Cage going to jail for completely bullshit reasons. And then John Cusack's trying to save him as the plane crashes into the strip of Vegas. I don't know. I don't remember much of this movie. Seems like you remember a lot of this movie. I watched it last night. I'm just trying to be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so these guys were the bad of the bad. In fact, the team captain, George Saban, was doing 20 years for murdering a cattle farmer who encroached on its territory. Well, his best player was Joseph Singh, who had killed his girlfriend's husband so they could run away together and he had been sentenced to death. You hear that, Russell? You hear that? You kill Greg, he'll be hell to pay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the team also featured five thieves, a forger, another killer, and yes, three rapists and they're all fighting over that raper license plate like no i get to make it (laughs) the first team that agreed to play the all-stars was a local amateur team the wyoming supply company juniors the prisoners straight up destroyed the juniors 11 to 1 and then things got real
1: boy did they in a practice after their first win Shortstop Joseph Gazardo, who had been convicted of manslaughter, much like Nicolas Cage, oh, made nice. two consecutive errors on ground balls. If you don't know baseball, errors are bad, and ground balls are what you call your testicles when you get to be Chris's age.
0: Ayo. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Oh. Gazzardo was so mad at himself that he stormed off the field. Team captain George Sabin was having none of that shit. He held a team meeting and made it clear that if the players played well, they'd have their sentences reduced or their executions
0: stayed. If they sucked, they'd have time added. It kind of works we'll out for the killed quicker. I was gonna say it kind of works out for the guys on death row. It's like, oh, well, let me just boot this ball. Fuck this shit. You know, <laughs> keep adding time, dummies. We're going to hang you even harder, son. You fucking idiot. We're going to, we're going to put little nails in the, in the noose so it stabs in your neck a little. How about that? Hey, you like that? <laughs> Teach you swing at 3 0 pitches, you fucking moron. You take those so you can take the walk. God. We'll put your, uh, we'll
1: put your weenie in a little ice bucket and we'll hang you naked. <laughs> but the people won't know your weenie's been in an ice bucket. What <laughs> shame. Because you care about your weenie size.
0: You Like that prisoner, you like that? <laughs> Always walking around, bragging about your weenie size. Like <laughs> us wardens, don't have any feelings. Like we don't aren't self conscious. <laughs> Show
1: you. I got a big ass
0: weenie. I have you know, <laughs> big ass weenie.
1: <laughs> My PP is large and in charge. <laughs>
0: That's when I would start saying once my wife leaves me and I have to get it online dating. I'm be like, <laughs> "Girl, I got that Warden dick." Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> warden? Uh, hey, no, no, Wards. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I just like and, uh, you'd have to listen to a Patreon episode of my podcast to understand. I've already lost you, haven't I? It's it's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna die alone. Do you like money?
1: <laughs> it's the only thing I've left off <laughs> and I don't have much <laughs> Well when Saban made that offer um, You know of the reduced sentences and all that He said that came straight from Sheriff Alston But it might have been complete bullshit Turns out Saban was good friends with Alston And he got special treatment Saban got to leave the prison and go to bars Where he could collect bets on the All-Stars games And he got a 20% cut of the take so naturally, it was in his best interest for the betters to think the team was literally playing for their lives. The inmates at the prison believed it too, and were jealous that Joseph Singh was being kept alive because he was good at sporty ball. In early August of 1911, another prisoner attempted to kill Singh by dropping a box full of sand on his head from a height of 25 feet. He missed, and security
0: was tightened. Kind of a lame-ass way to try to kill somebody, i just saying. A box of sand on them. It is.
1: The All-Stars won their second game 11-1. to They won their third game 11-4. to The fourth game was set for August 29th, which sucked for the team because Joseph Sang, their best player, was set to hang on August 23rd. He was granted a stay of execution
0: and helped the team to a 15-10 win. How would you like to be one of the guys on the opposing team? Like, you know who these guys are. And rumor's gotten out what they're playing for, and you're just like, standing on second base, you hit a double, and the shortstop, Joseph Singh, just pulls a little shiv out of his glove, just does the old, shakes his head no at you. <laughs> Guys are can- talking in the
1: dugout, they're like, did you see that guy drive in with his Tesla? His license <laughs> plate said <a> raper. <laughs> oh, God!
0: <laughs> you're standing on first, trying to get a good lead, you're gonna steal second base, and The raper just walks over and gropes your ass. You're like, fuck. Just
1: walk slowly back to first. He gets one knuckle in before you're like, Oh god!
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to play baseball.
1: (laughs) Next guy gets a single, but you don't leave first, so he's automatically out. (laughs) You just stay on the base. (laughs) You You just give a nod to the first baseman. Make an
0: eye contact, like you won't turn your back on him. You back all the way across the field to your third base side dugout. like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately in September, the governor became worried that people
1: were figuring out his gambling scheme, and so he initiated a statewide gambling crackdown and asked Alston to quietly disband the team. Alston took the money he had been spending on sports and created a new education program at the prison. Joseph Sang was executed in May of 1912. Turns out his stay of execution had nothing to do with his ability to hit home runs, and was just some nifty craftwork by his attorneys who had gotten him an appeal. It's not clear if the sheriff had actually been serious when he implied that good play would get the men out of gin pop sooner, or if it had been a motivational tool, but either way, it had worked, and we'd like to see some of our current sports team's managers get that kind of effort out of their players. (laughs) Now, anytime you're at a sports bar and the announcer says, the stakes have never been higher, you can say, well, actually, stand up on the bar stool and tell the bar the whole story of the Wyoming State Penitentiary All-Stars. And, you know, they'll throw you out of the bar for being such a stupid, boring fucking nerd.
0: End of story. Woo! We did it. It's a interesting little Nugget from history. I feel like uh, a good tie-in, like I said, to this time of year. Getting ready for sports ball to come back. The great American pastime of baseball. Or, you know. Baseball sucks. Yeah, it kind of does. But, you know, still, it's a talking sport. And there's some interesting stories. And this just happens to be one of them. And I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Me too. Yay! Alright, thanks for listening, thanks for subscribing, I don't have anything else to say to you guys, I feel like, what else could we really say? What else could be said that would just make you come back to me, make you realize that what we have is special. What we, uh, been working on all these years, that's just you and me, baby, figuring out this crazy world. Just gonna throw it away for some guy you met at the gas station pump?
1: Please come back, please come back.
0: (laughs) Good night, good night. Goodbye. Get the fuck out, bitch. Give me my real chips. The guy with the noose in Chicago. (laughs) Jesse Smollett, yeah. There you go. (laughs) Yeah.